2: Elevated.
3: We must also realize that the problems of racial injustice and economic injustice cannot be solved without a radical redistribution of political and economic power. We read one day. We hold these truths to be self evident that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their Creator with certain inalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. But if a man doesn't have a job or an income, he has neither life nor liberty and the possibility for the pursuit of happiness. He merely exists.
4: This is Theo Henderson from Weedian House, and today is January 18, 2021. Today is the recognized, observed holiday of Dr. Martin Luther King's birthday. He was born on January 15th, 1929 in Atlanta, Georgia. Today we are trying to coalesce the, a, a cavalcade, if you will, or a caravan, to discuss situations that is germane to what's today, that was germane in 1960s and 68, actually, when he was assassinated, and that is the war on the poverty on poor people. Uh, we're uh, linking it together with the houseless crisis that is ballooning all over the uh, country, and we have more than four a day that die in Los Angeles. So we're trying to dramatize and highlight this uh this incident interesting fun fact to know is that in 1968 Dr. King was dealing with the poor people's campaign and the poor people's campaign was basically that the country was at war with poor people they were using the same horrific tropes that they use today the only difference is they have gotten much more technologically advanced in 2021 than they did in 1968 Dr. King wanted to bring attention to that So he went to Memphis, Tennessee, to have a discussion and show uh, how we can show humanity and giving a livable wage to people that were basically not getting the wages that they need, which in turn would have caused housing insecurity and houselessness. So to join us today in learning a little bit more about it. I will be one of the speakers in speaking on this issue, as well as my personal experience, as well as other speakers. So thank you again. Let us start out. And I hope we again meet in the light of understanding. This is Theo Henderson from Weedian House and today is January 18th and we are here at Los Angeles Community Action Network downtown Los Angeles and we're interviewing one of the caravan riders and to get out of insight what makes him want to come to on a day of service. So without further ado, my name is Theo Henderson. What's your name, sir?
5: My name is of The Martin Luther King Coalition of Greater London. What made you create this coalition or help create it? Well, we're out to uh, honor Dr. King. Um, We started some 10 or 12 years ago. And uh, each year uh, we have, well, we have often participated in the Kingdom Day parades, not every year. We have done that specifically because we we felt that the Kingdom Day parades have failed to raise up and focus on the issues that Dr. King was really about. In in fact, they have done a lot of promotion of militarism. Uh, They uh, honored uh, Sheriff Baca at a time he was under federal indictment for abuse of prisoners in the county jails. Uh, There are many issues that we have with that, but because it is a community event that a lot of people paid attention to, we have marched uh, often in the Kingdom Day parades to to raise up the issues that Dr. King was about and the new issues of our time. And we've done that uh, with a range of the community organizations that are active in LA that are actually trying to do things about those problems so that people in the community get a closer relationship with those groups, understand what they're doing, and can connect and support them. What What do you say to people that only
4: think about Dr. King on, like, the I Have a Dream speech? Do you think that encapsulates it caps, it uh, Dr. King, or is there more to him than this?
5: Well, Dr. King was a, actually uh, both a very complex thinker and visionary, uh, and he was someone who had a very broad view uh, of... Uh, what needed to be done to improve our condition in society. You know, Dr. King was asked once, after he came out against the Vietnam War, uh, and when he began to to speak about poverty and other things, uh, why he felt that those things, you know, he was doing that when wasn't his his primary focus on civil rights. And one of the things he said was that, you know, uh, yes, it's important that people have the right to sit at a lunch counter, but if a person doesn't even have a dime in their pocket to pay for a hamburger, what good does it do them? Yeah, so Dr. King was about fighting poverty, um, which clearly, when we look around here on Skid Row, what we are seeing is, is some of the, the most prime victims of poverty, uh, of, of the inequitable dis- distribution of wealth in our society and all these things. So. This is where we should be today. And we brought a range of different organizations in the LA area who are are involved in civil, uh, human, and economic rights struggles, uh, both to show our solidarity uh, with the the activists who are focusing on the problems of of displacement, houselessness, uh, uh, and poverty. Uh, And and we're addressing a a wide range of of, uh, issues that spin off to that, and are related to that, that uh, the fact that we still need to get to that military budget knocked down by the billions and redirected toward human service programs throughout the United States, the fact that we have an ecological crisis going on, the fact that we have more and more people living in the streets because there's not adequate housing for people who are, are poor or even moderate income. So all of these things, <clears throat> access to, to health care and, and, and the fact that we need massive funding uh, for hospitals, uh, for uh, uh, medical services, and we need everyone to be, to be eligible automatically to get whatever medical care they need as is done in most advanced countries except the United States. That needs to be changed. One of the things
4: that I noticed as well is that even though the segregation is here and there are people that have buildings or restaurants that deny people that are living on the streets, these are ones that will be the first ones to call or talk about Dr. King. What do you say about the NIMBYs or the uh, people here that creates these business improvement district uh, associations that proclaim to be progressive, but they have no hesitation of
5: denying bathrooms and dignity things of services to unhoused people. Well, you know, Dr. King himself uh, uh, said uh, uh, at, at the height of the civil rights movement that unfortunately many times uh, it is people who are, are supposedly liberal or moderate uh, who are, are even greater resistant uh, to change and to equity uh, than, than even, even the Ku Klux Klan. So, you know, that, that's a problem that has existed that in the period since Dr. King has passed so many of the things that he was trying to activate and motivate people to begin to grapple with and and institute change. And what he was saying is if we can institute civil rights, we can also institute economic rights and human rights, and we can guarantee things like health care to everyone. And that was his call to the public at the time he was cut down. Uh, uh, Those struggles continue. We have many new issues that have arisen too, which if he were here, no doubt Dr. King would be right on it. Mm -hmm. So, you know, uh, we need to look at the fact of the degeneration Mm -hmm. of politics in this country, the separation of politics, economics, and morality. And when we look at Dr. King, we see someone who embodied uh, the the integration of all of, of, of those uh, 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 values and concerns as, in a leadership figure. What leadership figures that do we have today that can compare to that? None. So you know that that part part of what that means is it's up to us now to pick up. It's up to us the people themselves to pick up and stand up. And, and, and grapple with these issues and, and demand uh, that, that, that they be dealt with. We ha- that is, 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 is the best way that we can honor Dr. King on his birthday.
4: Well, thank you very much Quasi for taking the time to talk with us. I'm going to mill about and ask a couple of other people that are involved, but I appreciate your perspective and insight. Um, if, if there's anything else, would you like to say?
5: Well, uh, uh, thank you for being here, and, and uh, I hope uh, people who, who are listening to you uh, will contact us, perhaps. Um, they can How can we contact? They can call 213-400-9155 if they'd like to get more information about what we do and the range of uh, human and economic and social rights organizations in our city who we work with to try to resolve some of the issues that we're all struggling against today. So, thank you for being here.
4: Thank you again. This is Theo Henderson from Weedian House. We are here on today is Dr. Martin Luther King's observed holiday and we're going to mill about and I thank you all for listening and may we again meet in the light of
1: understanding. And the world came tumbling down. You may talk about the men of Gideon. You may talk about the men of Star. But then none like the good old away The battle of Jericho. That morning, Joshua picked the battle of Jericho. Jericho, Jericho. Joshua picked the battle of Jericho. And the world came tumbling down. Hallelujah. Joshua picked the battle of
6: Jericho.
4: This is Theo Henderson from Weedian House. We are here in downtown Los Angeles on January 18, 2021, at the Los Angeles Community Action Network. Today is the holiday that is observed of Dr. King's birthday. Here we are getting different perspectives on an event that's coming on. So before I begin, let me introduce uh, the new guest. What's your name, ma'am? Bridget. Bridget, uh, tell us a little bit of what's going on.
7: Um, So we have a car caravan here for uh, Martin Luther King Day because. uh, in honor of Dr. King. Um, we're trying to to honor his legacy by letting our local officials know that what they're doing for the houseless folks, especially the brown and black communities here, especially in Skid Row, uh, is not cutting it. Um, we need services, not sweeps. We need homes, not handcuffs. Um, yeah. Uh, and, you know, Project Room Key was a disaster, and we need them to actually pay attention and give us Give the people um, living down here the support that they deserve and that they need. Absolutely.
4: So, what do you think Dr. King's message was about, and is it relevant today?
7: Oh yeah. Um, I think uh, you know this specifically. I think really speaks to when Dr. King talked about the white moderate and how that uh, the white moderate is really the uh, the antithesis of of progress. Our entire uh, local government is filled with white moderates who. Who think that they're doing all these great things because they align as democrat but they're really not uh there's clearly failing uh everyone uh except their fellow white moderates
4: thank that's well put Um uh, like i say um do you have any idea where we're going to go for this uh, caravan
7: um i believe we're starting here which is uh the lacan uh headquarters and going to uh MacArthur park and then perhaps i think to hollywood after that
4: mm-hmm. oh actually yeah, I, I, we're going to Hollywood, and then we're also, I believe, we're going to Lemert Park. I believe we also are going to, uh, if I remember correctly, Mert Park, uh, Echo Park. Is that
7: correct? Uh, yeah. I I'm not driving. No. So. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Oh
4: good. Uh,
8: and at MacArthur Park, mm-hmm. we're splitting into two caravans. Oh okay. Some of us are going and doing really predominantly the 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 King Day march route. Oh okay. You know. What's the King
4: Day the march route?
8: Well, we're going to be mostly going down King Boulevard, oh, and we okay. are going to end up in Lamert Park. Oh, that's
4: wonderful. Okay, uh,
8: that's how it's going
4: to go. Oh, that's cool. Like I was going to say, um, what do you think? Uh, why do you think we're here today?
8: Uh, we're here today because freedom does not ring, because the message of Martin Luther King is being heard today less than ever. Mm-hmm. We have an opportunity right now to stand for justice because of this pandemic and everything that's going along with it. We have a strong rallying cry for health care for all. Mm -hmm. We have, for the first time, and BLM protests have really contributed, an opportunity to challenge the racist police, fascist racist police power that dominates us, Mm -hmm. and to work for a better world. Mm -hmm. Now, we have a very strategic coalition that includes LA CAN, and Skid Row groups because we understand that nowhere does it impact more than with homeless populations and uh, so justice needs to begin right here and now.
4: What do you say for people that believe that Dr. King's message was only I have a dream speech?
8: Um, well, I think the next question is what is the dream? Yeah. And then you get into the basics, okay, <laughs> otherwise it's just another sound bite. Yeah, absolutely.
4: My name is Theo Henderson. I didn't get your name. I apologize.
8: I'm Julie Levine. I'm co-chair of the MLK Coalition of Greater Los Angeles with my brother, Kwasi Nakuma.
4: Excellent. Uh, thank you very much for your time, and I appreciate your perspective. Thank you, Richard, as well. I I went a mill about again, but I thank you all, if you following, for listening and watching, and maybe again meet in the light of understanding. Up
9: to
1: the world of Jericho, no, in hanging, go so, blow.
10: Hallelujah. It's at the meals is at the heart of people. The value and what you value is where your heart is at. People who are against homeless people, their heart is in the wrong place. Their mind is in the wrong place. Their more turned about themselves than about us. matter us, I'm sad because you know why? They don't understand that they have a misconception of what it means to be in a house. A house is not a house unless they have a heart for it. They don't have a heart for a house. They got a, a heart for being selfish and uncaring. This is a prophetic moment right now, and yet many of us are out of time, and we don't understand that this moment it's not just in history, but it's for eternity. They are not understanding the real deal. They don't understand.
1: Hallelujah! The world came in the, Praise the Lord! The world came tumbling down. Saved the land. The world
4: Henderson from William House. Based on the fact that I was asked to speak today and I had the, the microphone, it would be difficult to do both at the same time. So I'm going to read you the speech that I spoke as said today at the uh, gathering here. People to remember Dr. King and his I have a dream speech today, they have used his words as a weapon against the poor and people that are progressive and trying to do something to change the society. But if you look deeper into his life, then new insights emerge. For example, in 1962, in his sermon, The Doctor at Midnight, he said there was a midnight in the social order in that time. It is now 2021, and it is midnight in the social order in our city. It's 2021, 20, and here in our city, it is a war on the local soil. The war on the poor. This war has ballooned in families living in their cars, living on the streets and living from hotel and to moment to moment. NIMBYs have joined forces to squelch the cries of the suffering. They have resorted to unjust laws, ecstatic police who were willing to enforce them, and vigilanteism by powerful and financially secure sta- stableholders or vigilantes to target the unhoused community like they do in Venice Beach. Like 1962, the city is in constant turmoil. With a roaring pandemic, loss of jobs, job insecurity, infections, as well as medical um, emergencies other than COVID-19, we are here in this holiday to bring a moment, a collective moment, to dramatize the urgency of this moment. Hotel owners have failed and have refused to take their, do their part in this pandemic. They are concerned about their brand name instead of worrying about four a day that die in the city. They have shown in no other fashion of their disdain for poor people. Arthur Schopenhauer, which I will leave you with, said, man is the only animal who causes pain to others with no objective purpose than to wanting to do so. This is Theo Henderson from Weedy House, and I thank you all for listening for the speech, and I hope this will give you a, a brighter insight onto what's going on today.
9: Silas bound in jail uh-huh. had no money Ooh. for the courtier bail. No.
11: Keep no. your no. eyes no. on the prize. Hold on,
6: hold on,
11: hold on, hold on. Hold on. Keep your eyes on the prize and hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on,
9: hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, on, the on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, my journey. that we did right it was the day we started to find
4: Program goes, I tell you at least five different things that are happening around the world that deals with the unhoused community or in this country. But today I'm going to take a step back and do something a little bit different. I want to give an editorial or an, a, an opinion uh, on a situation that has occurred. Last week there was people that are called themselves Friends of Echo Park Lake. What basically they are is neoliberal, liberal gentrifying forces that embrace Republican ideas about when it deals with unhoused people. For example, they are perfectly okay with selectively enforcing uh, ordinances over a ballooning uh, epidemic as, long as as, well as a pandemic that we have with the houselessness community. They have spoken with no experience and with the most hate in their heart disguised as compassion. They have been coached by uh, city council members Juan Figueroa, Mitchell Farrell, and their office who have been in consistent talks with them. And I'm going to take the time and the moment to say why this is concerning. January 6th, we've had a coup d'état. They were out to assassinate or eliminate people in seats of leadership in Washington, D.C. These people were hosting uh, violent uh, ideas on social media. They've had the same kind of ideas, similar to what the friends of Echo Park Lake and the people like them. They believe... Just like these people on, on that stormed Washington in the Washington and the Capitol, that they're being bullied. For how dare us want to criminalize unhoused people and, they, and and people speak out against it? Their direct words were, "We don't want the activists to know." So they like Officer Solario, who's in, in full agreement of this and in total disagreement of us commanding the hotel. So this this crisis could be over anyway let alone. So they believe that the best way to do this is to force them into shelter. If they don't accept shelter, they get a ticket or they go to jail. They don't want the public, the mainstream public to know this. This is our own uh, QAnon. This is our own Trumpers. But these only people are Democratic. And they are trying to hide behind uh, this idea that they want the park and the green. And they care about the life of a duck. Instead of the life of the unhoused people, the people that have to survive and suffer during the cold weather, rain, uh, harassment from them, and the harassment of police officers, and, and, and many other things also on top of their situation. What are we going to do about it is what I state uh, uh, in many of my other episodes. I always say that what you're thinking about, what you're doing now is exactly what you do in the civil rights movement. And this is exactly if you're just sitting there and being quiet about it and just shaking your head and clucking your tongue, that is not acceptable. We need, as they they are organizing to do, they go in, they have uh, supporters like Nuri Martinez, and they have Mitchell Farrell, they have any, Paul Blumenfield, and Joe Boscano. We have have got to be the ones to stand up and say we need to defund the police because of, of these examples such as this. The police only work at the behest and call for these type of people. Not for all people. Not for the unhoused community. And to date, Mitchell Farrell refuses to meet with them. His statement is they don't want any help. They just want to just uh, complain. Well, if you are the one that has the issues of being unhoused, you're in a position to have a right to complain. You want the assistance and you want the help. You don't want the criminalization. Of course you're going to complain. That's stupid to think that you're not. So this episode, I want you to think in mind, for a day, die. And many, oftentimes times, they're not, their bodies are not claimed, and they are usually set here in a, pot, a potter's field or a pauper's field. So, here in this cemetery, here, while you pass it and thinking it's a scenic, iconic thing, or while you take your daily jog or get your uh, daily walk, understand that many unhoused people who wanted the dignity of being treated like a human being end up meeting their fate here. So, I, I urge all of us. In this moment of crisis, this is a definitely a city moment of crisis. That we must make it a statement. We must. It's because you have a badge, and you hold a seat of leadership, does not mean that you should be above the law and violating unhoused civil rights. The only reason why things change for unhoused people is that when we sue and when we stand up. Now we're looking for people all over the world in the city. To stand up for the right thing, and that's the right thing is the dignity of the unhoused community. This is Theo Henderson from Weedy and House, and I truly hope we meet in the light of understanding, and now I hope we act in the light of
11: understanding.
9: On.
4: This is Theo Henderson from the second part of Weedy and House Unhoused News. This weekend, as well as the next few weeks, will be a very difficult time for the unhoused community. They're going to have rainstorms sporadically, and they're going to have cold temperatures. And the high deaths of unhoused people have been met of 2020, and we're off to a tough start here. Many deaths are, are contributed to the hypothermia. So let us uh, contribute to the appropriate rainy day found uh, donation places from Streetwatch, K-Town for All, and other areas, like my good friend uh Christy Lovitch, she has a a rainy day foundation as well, or a uh, donation fundraiser In other news that we are also facing a difficult time where there are unhoused people as well as housing insecure people are being thrown out or being displaced in one area, there is a mother that has a grandmother that is on uh, bedridden as well as a child, a 7-year-old child, that is also being thrown out of their home or they're asking for people to come to support her or create a way, an alternative way so she can take care of her son and her grandmother who is over 80 years old. And second news is that Echo Park, El Pueblo, Lomita out in the valley uh, are experiencing displacement tactics by your council members who are trying to displace them during rainy weather or cold weather. Without the help of the activists who standing for standing in the gap and speaking out against this, they would have uh, secretly have done this and have denied it to the American people. This is Theo Henderson from We House, and this is Unhoused News.
12: Send a message out, the Services Not the coalition coalitions here to send a message out to the city of Los Angeles for the new year. And that message is House keys, not handcuffs. Everybody said, keys, keys, not handcuffs. And so I'ma back. I'ma come back and I'm gonna talk about the climate that we see ourselves in right now when you look around the nation. You see, right here on King Day, the political agenda, nobody agrees with the political agenda of the politicians around the nation. We see in Washington, we see the capital, we see raids at the the state, the the capital. And then right here on the local level, we also see that uh, politicians, uh, uh, nobody agrees with with uh, with what they're talking about. Nobody agreed with their political agenda. And that's why we're riding today. But before I'm gonna come back and I'm gonna talk more about this. But before I do, I wanna ground us in King Day. And to do that, have come up here and he gonna ground us in Queen Day real quick.
5: Thanks, Dogan. What day is this? What day is it? What day is it? This is Martin Luther King Day. This is the official recognition of Dr. King's birthday. We're here at LA CAN to demonstrate and act and to stand up and make it clear to everyone that we are collectively determined—not o- not only the folks here at LA Can or MLK Coalition, but a whole range of human and economic and social and civil rights organizations in our community—are determined to stand up against the kind of displacement that creates that creates and created skip people who are houseless, people who are homeless, poverty in America, unemployment, economic inequality, period. All the things that Dr. King stood up for and fought actively against throughout his adult life. For that reason alone we need to honor him. When we look at what's going on in Washington DC and the kind of so-called leadership that this country has had in recent years. We see something even more fundamental about Dr. King, which was that he represented a, a figure who not only stood on political and economic issues, but who wedded those issues to basic questions of morality. Dr. King used to say often, the time is always right to do what is right. Who is doing right on our behalf in Washington or any place else in this country today? Almost no one. Almost no one. And so it is up to us to stand up ourselves, to take inspiration from Dr. King and many others who dedicated their lives to making our lives and our world a better and decent place for human beings to live in. Everyone, each and every one. No matter what color, no matter what region you come from, no matter what the nationality of your people or their creed, we all have human rights, but we can't exercise them unless we stand up for them and when we talk about displacement we know that the covid virus has displaced millions and millions of people in this country out of their jobs many small businesses have been forced to close down altogether because of the economic impact of that but you know all of these conditions were there even before covid showed up millions of people being displaced And we must fight that displacement, whether it means being displaced out of housing, displaced out of jobs, and we're certainly not gonna allow Dr. King to be displaced by the COVID virus. So we are here to engage because Dr. King would not want us to be as foolish and as dismissive as some people have been about this COVID virus issue. We would want our communities and everyone in them to be safe, particularly in any activity honoring his memory. And so that is why we're doing a car caravan instead of what we usually do on Dr. King's birthday, which is march and demonstrate in that way. We can still demonstrate, and Dr. King said it's incumbent on us to demonstrate as long as injustice and inequality exists. But the car caravan is a form in which we can do this, we feel, pretty safely. And so we have put out the call to the community at large involved inviting anyone and everyone who wants to join with us in raising these issues and honoring Dr. King and in building unity in our communities to actually dedicate ourselves to getting something done about our problems today. On behalf of the MLK Coalition, I want to thank our brothers and sisters here at LA PAN who are among our, our strongest allies in the city of Los Angeles. And we are theirs. And I want to thank Brother Q here, uh, uh, who had a, a wonderful program at Leimert Park, and, and actually a, a caravan uh, and, and action at Leimert Park yesterday that was beautiful, uh, and he'll talk about that. But thank you, one and all, for being here. After today, it's still on us to build our unity. Our enemies are all unified. You see, this is one of our biggest problems. They've got their unity, and it has given them tremendous power over our lives. We have to break that dynamic. So we have to build solidarity and not be hung up about our organizational lives that, that we are have this difference and that difference. What we have to look for is what we are unified about and lead with that. So brothers and sisters, thank you so much for being out here. Brother Q, it was great to see you and everyone out today. Thank
6: you.
5: Thank
3: you. All right, sorry about that. We got a mic that works. And so. How y'all feel out there? I said, how you feel out there? So, as Quasi just mentioned yesterday, Black Lives Matter and Clergy for Black Lives did a Radical King march because or, or car rally because we know how they love to sanitize King, right? We want to sanitize our hands, but we don't want to sanitize King. Is that right? And so yesterday we took to the street to give them the unsanitized king. And so we know that we did not come here alone. We know that we did not come here independent of our ancestors. Right? So we're going to pour libation. We're going to decolonize our spirituality today and we're going to pour libations in honor of our ancestors. And so, my great-grandmother, mother Ma'ablishi, was born in Ghana, taken when she was four years old, brought to the shores of the Caribbean. They thought about shooting them because they were kids they decided not to and so it is the only reason why I'm standing here today and we know in the spiritual in the spiritual realm scripture always talks about a drink offering that we pour out to God so we're going to pour out to God and raise up the name of our ancestors a drink offering today and of course When I was a hip-hop artist signed to Virgin Records, when we pull out the 40-ounce bottle of brew, we would always say, let's pour a little for the homies who ain't here. We didn't know that that was spiritual. We thought we were just pouring a little liquor. But I learned later on that we were pouring Libation and we've always done that so the spirit of our ancestors have been with us. So I'm gonna start by calling out Ma Amblishi, Ma Blishi, from which I came. And then we're gonna call out the Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King. Say her name, Ma Blishi. Say his name, Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King. I say. Say her name, Ida B. Wells. I say. Say a name. Say a name. Harriet Tubman. I Who? Fannie Lou Hamer. Fannie Lou Hamer. I who else? Who? I still can't hear you, but i say
11: shame.
3: For all the unnamed, unhoused folks who died on the streets of Skid Row, we pull our shame. Anybody else? Malcolm X. Mr. Saban. Ashay, Kwame, Tore Ashay, who? Searcher turn the truth. What do you say? Bobby Seal. Ashay. Ella Baker. Ella Baker say
11: Right here, a
3: freedom fighter from L.A. Can Give it up for our homie, Eddie H. Ashe. Ashe.
11: Mami Ture. Mami
3: We Reset that. Ashe. One more. Who
13: else?
3: Mary Platoon. 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 Ashe. Who else? James Foreman. Ashe. Ashe.
11: cd Green.
3: C.D. Green. Ashay. Say the name again. Metger Ashe. Eddie Green. Ashe. George Jackson. Ashe.
9: Robert Jordan.
3: Arthur Jordan! Ashe! Ashe! George Wiley! Ashe! Ashe. And then now, I want you to think about your ancestors. The one from whence you came could be your grandmother, your great-grandmother and then i will think about all our ancestors you think about your ancestors i think about all our ancestors who speak to me through the pacific ocean those who were thrown in the water on the on the journey here from africa on the journey to south america on the journey to the caribbean the entire diaspora of africans those who did not make it those who were raped on the way those who were beaten on the way, those who died of hypothermia on the way. The ocean speaks to us. So as this water evaporates and goes back to the ocean, I pour it for all of our ancestors. Make some noise. Make some noise. Make some noise. Ashe.
9: Bound in jail uh-huh. Had no money oh, for the go there, no. Keep, Keep your down. eyes on the
11: prize Hold no, hold on Hold on, hold on. Hold on.
4: This is Theo Henderson from Weedian House. Today is January 18, 2021, and we are here at Los Angeles Community Action Network discussing about our house. I should say car caravan. We are here because the issues that were uh, definitely a part of Dr. King's legacy in 1968 it's grown and is definitely pertinent today in 2021 here is another gentleman his name is michael michael was an unhoused artist that i featured a few uh, few episodes ago so without further ado michael what's your take on the situation and thank you for coming uh,
14: thank you for for uh, i mean speak um i think one of the most important things today would be to focus on what really matters to the people that are unhoused they don't have a, a home that are being um, scandalized by not just the police, but even those in the communities who don't understand the issues are not just them, but it's also us too. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, without, you know, uh, saying further on that, just, it's, you know, it's about people. Mm -hmm. It's 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 not about, you know, who has or who don't have.
4: My question is this, what do you think, what, what do you say to people that only know that Dr. King, which is I have a dream speech? Uh, as you and I both know, Dr. King was a lot more, more uh, detailed and much more complex than that. Yes, he what was. Is your, what's, your, uh, what's your perspective? What would you have to say to that? Uh,
14: personally, I, I, I believe that he was a man of, of character, a man who stood for what was right, uh, what was just, and most definitely what was uh, important to not just himself, but to other people. Uh, he made it a point to say that a character reflects not one's color, but one's character. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what really is, thought about, is about your character. Mm-hmm. I would say that I said it again, that a country is not built on race, it's built on character. Mm-hmm.
4: And if you have no character, then guess what? You have no race. <laughs> Very true. Yes. You have no part, race in this, uh, I, I guess, no part in this race. Yeah. So here in the human race, yeah. so here is the thing that what's today, what's planned today? What do you, Are you going to be one of the speakers today? Uh, I don't know, but if I'm asked to speak, I will speak. Okay. Yes. I think I would uh, think it would be better. Uh, it would be great to have unhoused pe- people speaking too, because we're affected by white supremacy and economic injustice. Right. Justice, but uh, people that are worried about evicting, being evicted, or worried about well, where their next paycheck is coming from. Right. Don't you agree? I,
14: I, well, you know, if if you know if money is the is, is the main issue, then I guess the focus is really on money, then <laughs> rather than people. So I guess, you know, when it comes to people's souls and people's well-being, then it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. As long as they get a paycheck. Yeah. So I, I guess that's the equation of that, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I guess so. But, yeah. but you know, um, it's, more than, it's more than about money. It's, 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 it's about the, the, the well-being of people. Mm-hmm. It's about people's souls being well. Mm-hmm. And if people's souls are not well, then guess what? Money does not matter.
4: Absolutely. Michael, you've t- touched on uh, some very key issues. Is there anything else you'd like to say?
14: i just to say that, you know, those who, are, uh, who, who don't have a house or unhoused, just know that there's hope and right. keep overlapping alive in your heart. Don't give up.
4: <laughs> Don't get a dream up. <laughs> thank you very right. much, Michael. I appreciate it. Yes. And this is theo Henderson from Weedian House. We're going to mill about to get a couple more perspectives. And I thank you all again for listening since January 18, 2021. And we are here at Los Angeles Community Action Network, getting uh, some uh, perspectives before the caravan takes off. Usually, uh, they usually before COVID-19, we probably would have had marches. But a car caravan is a more creative way of socially distancing, getting the message around, and speaking, letting the people know that we are alive and well, and we are keeping Dr. King's dream alive. More to follow.
9: Paul and Silas, bound in jail, had no money for the go Bale.
11: Keep your eyes on the prize. Hold on,
6: hold on.
11: All right. keep your eyes on the prize on on
12: hold on the on 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 Hold on 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 Hold on on the hold on hold on 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 from this uh, action, most definitely, is is that uh, the, the the homeless 2021 budget. So the city just came out. Unfortunately, we was able to uh, at the UCLA students, the uh, law students, did some research for us, and uh, we was able to uh, come up with the uh, the city's budget, right. And so the city homeless 2021 budget, right, uh, is laced with criminalization, right from the beginning. It's laced with criminalization right, uh, criminalization for our seas, public health, or even services, right. And so one of the jobs we most definitely gotta do is to is to change that budget. We got to make them defund the police out of that budget and reallocate that money to services, right, and so um, one way to do that, right, is our coalition get together, you know what I'm mean? saying? We gonna ride on the city and make sure that they do that. And so uh, that's only, gonna be the only thing that's gonna end the four day, because if not, we're going to continue to be out here, our street watch teams going to continue to be out here monitoring and documenting. And it's going to be a whole lot of time and resources that we spend on the streets. Right? So to cut all that short, we have to take their funding from them, take their money from them. And then they ain't got nothing to sweep with. You know, they ain't going to do it for free. And so I would say that's my takeaway from this. You know, uh, all power to the people. You know, it's four a day. We got to stop that. And the only way we gonna stop that is to build housing in the city of Los Angeles. We don't need no more condos, we don't need no more lofts, we need affordable housing, we need that affordable housing now. We don't let them beat us out of what, 5,000 units from Triple H, that they still owe us. They ain't even have conversation talking about that. Right. And so, and then, uh, 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 I would like this Chris Bean right here, he's from San Pedro. And uh, every week at our Human and Civil Rights Committee meeting, he talks about, give an update, he talks about uh, Buster Connell up there, the council member, is uh, just continuing to just criminalize homeless folks out there. He continued to call for sweeps. He continued to try to backdoor money to the police at a time when the whole nation, if not the world, is talking about abolish or defund the police. We still got city council members. They evidently didn't get the email because they still trying to fund the police. And by the 2021 budget of the homelessness, we see that all our damn money is going to the police. That don't include the 56% of the general fund that they already get. All right. And so uh that's where that's where the work is at, that's where the fight is at, that's where the next step is at. So I join folks to to, to, to make sure you on the next services not sweeps coalition call. We're gonna be debriefing this, and we're gonna be talking about how to take that take our money back from the city and reallocate that to build housing for everybody. Everybody say housing for everybody. Housing for everybody. And if we don't get a place to take a shit, then shut it down. All right. That's the way it goes. Eyes
15: brutal. It's inhumane. It's, it's absolutely unprecedented and uncalled for. We are your neighbors. We are people. We have talents and dreams and aspirations, just like anyone who has a house. Our only sin is that we're poor, and you want to hold that against us. What? It, why? Why? There's been $150 million reallocated out of the LAPD budget. Has any of it been spent to do anything? No. Thank you. What What? and why? Where is that money going and why is it not being spent for what it was allocated for? It was specifically taken away from the LAPD sexies to for policing the unhoused to supposedly providing services for the unhoused. And I have yet to see them as an unhoused individual. They are not there. And now they're trying to push 4818 or 4811, whatever the that is. That would make it absolutely illegal for anyone to camp, sit, stand, or lay in public anywhere in Hollywood. And that pushes your unhoused people that much further from their resources, which makes it that much harder for us to get anything done sweeps destroy our belongings they destroy medicines and important documents that we need to get off the streets the the only thing sweeps do is keep us on the streets that's all they do if you want us to go away provide housing house keys not handcuffs services not sweeps. defund the police and give people house keys <laughs> <laughs>
9: <laughs> 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 Stayed in the wilderness a day too long. Keeping your
16: doing today I want to say I want to I want to say make sure everybody get themselves a round of applause because what we did today is unheard of we did a beautiful March yesterday but I can tell you with all honesty this March today felt better it was bigger our voices was heard as well as our voices was heard yesterday. Because one of the things that we're doing, we're fighting for a people, our people that's unhoused, that feel and don't understand that they absolutely count. Oftentimes, one of our staff who was formerly unhoused, Sister Camille, She talked to me sometime and she talked to our other members and and tell us and make us understand that these brothers and sisters that's unhoused, they feel alone. They feel no one cares about them. They don't like the government because the government officials, as I came and met my sisters, they believe in sweeps. And they don't give them no opportunity for housing. They just say, get the hell out of here. That's unfair. We believe in human rights. We spoke at a forum the other day, a town hall. And I mean, it was nice. But no one spoke about the unhoused population. We speak about third world countries, Iran, China, North Korea, and other so-called third world countries about the human rights issues in America, which is the greatest country in the world. There's no other country that i rather live in, especially as a black man with all the injustice that have ever happened to our Native American brothers and sisters, our Hispanic brothers and sisters, and especially the African American community that I am a part of. There's no other country that i rather live in. But if you have never heard, I will tell you today The unhoused problem that we see in America is a human rights issue. It's a human rights issue. This issue that we see in America be taken to the UN. The United Nations should hear about the unhoused population of America because we are quick as not one president in my few years on this earth, some of you other brothers and sisters is a lot older than me. Bless your heart. Because you are, all, you are fortunate enough to see the age that you are. I see my brother with gray hair. That's wisdom. That's knowledge. But our flight, flight here in America with the unhoused population, the UN should hear about it. The UN must hear about it. The governor, Gavin Newsom, I'm sorry, he's not going to do nothing for us. The mayor, we already know, Eric Garcetti, or no other mayor in California is going to do anything for us. We have to do the work, brothers and sisters, brothers and sisters, brothers and sisters, that love in his own doing this work each and every day making sure law enforcement don't disrespect the rights of our unhoused brothers and sisters is the one that's going to be counted at the end of the day for standing up for the rights of people. Every Friday City Hall sessions you can find us under JAWAD underscore vision. We're having a lot of problems with IG with publishing our stuff and so on and so forth, um, but you can find us on under the JAWAD underscore vision. We do a full drive, donation drive, PPE pass out, skid roll cleanup every Wednesday, every Friday. Every Wednesday, every Friday. Anytime this sister and her members make a call, City Hall Sessions will be there. It's guaranteed because she, Streetwatch and other brothers and sisters are doing the work on the ground that's needed. It's doing the work on the ground that's needed. Homelessness, mental health, drugs and alcohol is a human rights issue. Let's unify, let's stand up, let's stay on the ground. It was a, like I said, I'm going to say it once again, it was a beautiful march yesterday It was a beautiful march yesterday. Today was, it touched me. It touched me. Today's march touched me. And you all did that. You all is the ones that funnel, is the ones that that energizes our spirit as City Hall Session members. Thank you very much. Thank you very much.
4: What I say all the time. Stop arresting, stop housing. Here is I like, here. We have the in place because these are full of its ordinance to the CDC guidelines. So we have one of the uh, one of the activists here. Let's get our take on the situation. Hello, introduce <laughs> us to your uh, to the audience.
17: Hi, my name is Katie. Um, I am a member of Street Watch Los Angeles. I am also here as press for knock.la and I am jail support. Uh, which will hopefully not be necessary.
5: Give me two. <laughs> <laughs> um,
17: but yeah I, am, I, yeah, I just wish that the city would follow CDC guidelines at a minimum, which is not disturbing, tense. Um, and really what they should be doing is, you know, especially since we're across the street from these luxury condos, right. uh, housing people, um, both because it's the humane, ethical thing to do, but also for you, uh, by fiscal conservatives out there, it's also a lot cheaper than this Mm -hmm. and all of the outfall of this. Um, So that's my take. It's just, uh, it's wasteful money wise. It is unethical. It's inhumane.
4: (laughs) uh, So what what motivates you to come out here on an early Tuesday morning? Because you could be enjoying that cover of the sleep, enjoying a donut and coffee. What made you come out here? What's motivating you to come?
17: because people have decided well the unhoused people here um are sick and tired of not only being moved but being moved inconsistently um for the since november um sweeps have been canceled uh without notice they have been replaced with spot cleaning without notice it's been entirely inconsistent so the people here who live here have no warning Uh, in many cases they moved all their tents when they didn't have to which then just exposes them to COVID uh, or spreading COVID if they have it, and um, and yeah, they're just sick and tired of it, and they wanted our assistance today to make a stand for them uh, with them um, to create a blockade so the police could not uh, do their sweep. But if they even decide to do it today, who even knows?
4: Very true. I noticed too what uh, what's been going on as well is that uh, they have been because of more attention of like Street Watch and other activists. They have been trying to figure out their, their next move. Um, and one part of their next move that's considerably uh, consistent is like, for example, today at 10 o'clock, I want to draw our listeners' attention that there's people that has called themselves, their vigilante group called Friends of Epple Park, and they disdain the unhoused people. And these people were called on, and they have latched forces with Mitchell Farrell. And I, I want to take the time to explain that because this last four years with the President Trump that we had, he has been exciting uh, antagonistic vigilantes and violence and he's upping the ratchet. Mitchell Farrell and Juan Ferreroso, they are the same, they are doing the same thing, trying to ramp up or ratchet up this anti-unhoused sentiment to get them removed and try to get them put in like a staple Center or somewhere where they won't have to see the unhoused and houselessness. But the reality and, the, and the, the stupidity of this issue is, is that the more you take, uh, move those unhoused people are becoming unhoused daily. So you, it's like a, a, you know putting a, a bandaid over a, a water faucet that's keep flowing with water. You're not going to stop it. Instead of coming together and trying to create solutions like housing for the unhoused. They rather use their, their time and their energy banding together and having a stopping people like Riley Montgomery stopping activists who are trying to change the world for the better. So you have any insight on this?
17: Uh, the only uh, insight I have is just that, you know, if anyone sees their, the Friends of Echo Park Lakes flyers, do not believe them because the flyers say that they are uh, on the same team as we are and they are not. We have only seen them be antagonistic. Um, both to the unhoused and uh, by harassing members of Street Watch. And it's really gross. And I think that if you're actually interested in solutions for the unhoused, you have to look at the data. You have to talk to unhoused people because they're human beings. They're not a rat infestation in the city, which is often how people um, talk about them here. And it is infuriating.
4: And one other added point that I would like to point to, because people that have issues, with substances or issues they have with mental health, uh, they don't need to be criminalized. You can't shoot them to be sanity. You can't shoot them and criminalize them to be uh, uh, sober. You can ha- create places and, uh, and programs to be supportive of a part of our community. Everyone in their family has someone that may have had some mental health challenges. Everyone in their family has someone that you may be, even if it's a cousin, they may have substance use issues. And if we don't use a humane approach in trying to figure the solution out, instead of running toward guns and, and police officers and vigilantes like free, uh, friends of uh, Echo Park, that the city council, Mitchell Farrell and Juan Fergoso Fils- uh, uh, embraces, instead of talking to unhoused people today, they, they, they refuse to talk to unhoused people. They don't want to hear their needs and concerns. They want to dictate. And that last that I heard of that, that was earlier World War II, and that we know how that ended up. Is there anything else would you like to say before we uh, log off?
17: Oh, sure. Just to uh, kind of echo your point about, about um, mental health and substance abuse. I mean, yes, if, if anyone has ever met someone upper middle class or even like higher, like as, as some kind of inherited wealth, you know, um, you know that if those people are alcoholics or they have uh, some sort of mental illness, um, they that just post on their money and they never see any consequences that unhoused people or even people who are working class who because we have such a threadbare um uh Absolutely. safety net now so yeah. it's not a matter of of control it's yeah. not a matter of self control or or morals or anything like that it's purely about money that if you have the money to get the care you need then you're fine mm-hmm. if you don't have the money to get the care you need you're on the streets and you're maligned for it as though it's your lack of personal responsibility and that's
4: horses. And unfortunately, some of us, uh, that's our poor and working class, we drink into those internalized images. Mm -hmm. But I have heard from medical personnel stating it is a medical issue with substance and mental health issues. And unfortunately, when we talk about medical, uh, Medicare for all, that gets silent. Or medical issues with substance use, that definitely gets silenced. And people don't want to hear that reality. They rather, if they feel more comfortable, blaming the victim instead of helping people uh, find their best selves. Is there anything
17: else you like? Oh, sure. Well, just to, speak, just to speak to that point, I have medicated babe on here because I have PTSD. Yeah, okay. And I have access to uh, the health care that I need in right. order to be like a functioning, happy person. Right. And everyone deserves that.
4: Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> and they definitely don't deserve to be out here on the street. Exactly. No one this, does. This is Theo Henderson from Leland House. I thank you for your time, Katie. Yep. And I hope we again meet in the light of understanding.
17: <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you so much, Theo. Okay, <laughs>
11: Hold, hold on, keep your eyes on the prize. Hold on,
9: hold on, hold on. We've met jail and violence too,
11: but God's love will see us through keep your eyes. Yeah.
4: Theo Henderson from Weedian House. I'm here in Hollywood, and we are one—the uh, last leg of the MLK celebration of the journey. And here we have one of the major organizers, Ashley Bennett. So, without further ado, we'll introduce her and talk about this a little bit. What? Tell us a little bit of what happened today.
18: Hi, Theo. Thank, thank you so much for having me on the show. I really appreciate it. So today, in honor of uh, Dr. Reverend Martin Luther King Jr. Day. We did a freedom ride across the city to advocate for housing for all of our unhoused brothers and sisters. We're uplifting the fact that we still have folks who are on the streets, especially during a COVID-19 pandemic. Housing is more important now than ever, but instead of spending money on getting folks into motels or actual shelters that they can shelter in place at Mm -hmm. cities continue to invest in comprehensive sweeps, care and care plus operations, police budgets, uh, Resources that our unhoused communities truly don't need out here. What we need is comprehensive solutions to get people indoors and help them rebuild their lives from there. Mm-hmm. So, this was all to just say to the city and uplift our demands from the Services Not Sweeps Coalition that our city needs to commandeer the hotels. We have somewhere around 70,000 vacant motel rooms right now mm-hmm. and places that are completely empty, yeah. places that don't want to work, uh, work with the city, especially for programs like Project Room Key. Um, they've just turned their backs on our unhoused brothers and sisters, and that's not right. So we're imploring that the city commandeers those hotels and gets our folks in- indoors.
4: Let's take a moment here. Why this particular here on La, La Mirada and Vine? What's, what, what was the dramatic uh, reason for that?
18: So one of our other demands is that the city end special enforcement zones. This was the newest created special enforcement zone. We're here on Vine and La Mirada, um, in between Lexington and Lexington and La Mirada is where the camp is on Vine. Um, this was a newly designated special enforcement zone, happened about a month ago. And ge- generally, special enforcement zones are created around shelters, Where people actually can get into this one was created around a shelter that hasn't had availability for beds Mm -hmm. in over two years i know this for a fact because i've been trying to get folks in there for two years and it's a women-only shelter so it's sexist it's not an actual option for housing so the fact that this is created is absurd Mm.
4: so uh, so here is a very excellent point where uh, dr king was saying we had to knock at midnight and our uh, the social order by his time So this in 2021, here's the primary example. What did you want to have accomplished out of today? What was your aim for today?
18: Definitely to raise awareness uh, in the larger community about what we're fighting for with our unhoused brothers and sisters. That's why we did the Freedom Ride across the city. We started in downtown LA, went to MacArthur Park, Echo Park and ended here in Hollywood. We are planning on having several more of these rides to just raise awareness and get people involved in the movement. We really want is for folks to get involved. We want folks to come out and see what it's like to experience a sweep. We want people to actually start learning what it's like to get folks into housing. You know, how difficult that process actually is. It shouldn't be that difficult. When more people have that knowledge, we're going to have larger numbers to fight on our side and for, for our homes guarantee.
4: I think that's an excellent idea. Do you think today was a success or what's what's what do you think what could be improved upon or any other creative ideas that you want to implement
18: today was definitely a success. We had about a hundred cars at the height of the action. Uh, we ended the, ended the route with about 20 cars. Well, that's okay. We had another ride split off from ours that went down to Limerick park. So it definitely was, we had a lot of visibility and the most special thing to me is at the end here, we were able to get our communities uh, out here, some pizza and just hang out, social distanced. (laughs) <laughs> of course. As much as possible. <laughs> of course. But that, that's the real important part of this work is making sure that you actually get to know the folks who are in-house. Um, that, that's where my heart is. Um, that's why I love this work. So I encourage more people to get out to know your neighbors when, when it's COVID safe <laughs> mm-hmm. and get to know their stories because that, that's where real change begins. Outstanding. Thank
4: hey, you very ma'am. much for your time, Ashley. This is Ashley Bennett, hey, one of the directors, uh, outreach directors hey, of Brown Game. And this is Theo Henderson from Weedian hey, House. And I thank amen, you all for this listening. And I hope you meet amen, and act in the light of
6: understanding.
13: Amen. 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 Let me tell you something, the children. This little light of mine, I'm gonna let it shine. This little light of mine, I'm gonna let it shine. Yeah, this little light of mine, I'm gonna let it shine. I let it shine. Let it shine to show my lover I'm gonna tell you that everywhere I go I'm gonna let it shine And everywhere I go I'm gonna let it shine Let it shine. I'm letting it shine. Let it shine to show my love. I got to tell you that even in my home, I'm gonna let it shine. And even in Show my lover. I got to tell you that when I see my neighbor coming, I'm gonna let it shine. I think I see my neighbor coming. I better let it shine. Yeah. When I see my neighbor coming, I'm gonna let it shine. I let it shine, I let it shine. So my lover, how I like to say, amen, 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 amen. 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 I wonder what everybody joined me on the last chorus. Everybody, amen. Amen. A little louder. Hey, amen. With the spirit. Hey, amen.
6: Hey, amen. Hey, amen.
0: <laughs> amen. 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 Live Nation presents Concert Week.
2: elevated.